Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 42 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And today, as always, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know them as an editor at Gizmodo and Unwinnable with freelance work at tons of other outlets. They're a disaster buy, have a cat named Cheeto, and their D&D alignment is chaotic hungry. It's Elise Stanley. How's it going? Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> good, good. When I when I do intros for people, I, I like usually scroll through their, their Twitter, uh, like for like, you know, 15 seconds or so just to get like a general like shotgun approach of like snapshot of what they're what they're about. Honestly, that's all the information I want people to know about. So, I'm happy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know many buys that are that would not describe themselves as disaster buys. To be completely <laughs> honest with you, too, right? Like we we are very much the the redheaded stepchild of the game. <laughs> we're, just, we're all disaster. <laughs> And speaking so speaking of red hair, you have you have a you have an orange cat named Cheeto. Mm-hmm. I have an orange cat named Cheeto, and then I have a mutt who we don't know what he is, but he's a hundred percent cute named Pixel. Good, Pixel is good. very good. I we we talk a lot about how the best names for cats are food. Totally, yeah. Like. <laughs> We picked up a stray and and watched it for a couple of days before we took it to like the the humane society and like we we I named it almond milk. <laughs> that was... That's so cute. I, if I get another cat, I might name it Nugget because Nugget's a very good name. <laughs> yeah, this is not a podcast about food based cat names for cats that I've owned in the past. This is a uh, podcast where a robot makes his video games and so it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Today, my game is, it's sort of weird, but I think we can find a cool angle on it. Cool. It is a Harry Potter game that is a fashion game, but it is lauded for its difficulty. So, what I was thinking is you're in, you're in Hogwarts or whatever the other schools are. Instead of like, you know how the, the duels happen on like the, like the long catwalks mm-hmm. kind of a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, this is going to be a different sort of uh, catwalk experience here. Um, and what what better of a of a like community of people to be doing like wild fashion shit than um, the wizarding world, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think Ooh. that's where the difficulty comes from. Is that like how can you have the best? You can't just pull a string and have the dress like unfurl from the top and be a different color because like there's magic here. We're we're dealing with a school that apparently they they wished away their poop at one time before there yeah. was indoor plumbing. <laughs> so <laughs> you're dealing with that as the baseline. So you have to uh like you you better work, right? So I don't know <laughs> I don't know where we're going to go with this. Uh but uh at least what uh what springs to mind for you with a a like a magical fashion game that is like very difficult so i had the first thing that came to mind uh was i used to play those brats games yes <laughs> like Excellent. So, yeah and so they would have like you have to dress in a certain way and then people would judge you and then there's like a catwalk but then to complete certain tasks you have to like be dressed for the part or uh figure out what the right combination of like tops and bottoms and makeup and hair and all that stuff yes yeah makeup and hair is going to be important and crucial in this as well in order to like pass these these uh checkpoints <laughs> checkpoints Ooh, 
That's a good idea. Having like like a gated sort of yeah. like scenario is mm-hmm. if we want to if we want to get to like some sort of like overarching story. Like maybe there's an element of maybe there is this character that is like considered evil or is like clearly behind the scenes manipulating. I don't know some evil magic shit. I'm not really into Harry Potter full transparency, but I'm going with it. Um, <laughs> so like maybe there's like this certain area where you have to like sneak into a place and you have to like absolutely nail how they look. And so you have okay. to like disguise yourself as them. Like the best parts of Hitman. Right? Totally. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what what makes this even funnier to me is it, if that was the case, like there is polyjuice potion that yeah. they could use, but they're just not. They're, no, we're going to try to get yeah. the, the fashion and the mannerisms down. <laughs> so you're, you're thinking of who is the who is the villain in a Harry Potter based fashion game. And I think it has to be Dolores Umbridge. The lady that oh yeah you're right. lady that you're just totally wears right. pink and like got eaten by centaurs or whatever the hell in that one in that one one I don't know but um I, I imagine that this is maybe this takes place during her like reign of terror in Hogwarts right when uh she was headmaster or something and so uh she's very about her looks but she's also like she kind of wears just the same kind of uh pink pencil skirt scenario is every this time just right? like Footloose but with fashion. Okay. And I was actually thinking for a name, this is like Mrs. McGonagall's catwalk because she turns into a cat a lot. Ooh, um, that's not bad. That is not bad at all. <laughs> like Mrs. Mrs. McGonagall's pro catwalk. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, so are you, are you from within the, are you like a member, a member, a student at Hogwarts? Like, or like if we're going for the angle of somebody who is from the outside, um, trying to come in with polyjuice and whatever have you like could this be mm. uh oh what's his name uh werewolf man serious black yes maybe you're serious black trying to get in Ooh, that could be good yeah <laughs> at least what what's your what's your like knowledge level of harry potter because cam and i are, are honestly <laughs> yeah. probably pretty low <laughs> well well i'm glad i'm here then because I, I was i was obsessed with the books in like uh middle and high school I haven't. Wonderful. I, after the seventh book, J.K. Rowling and everything died to me. So I, I don't yeah. know what goes on beyond that, but I know the seventh book. <laughs> there is no, there is no better like argument for death of the author than 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 her her like crazy bullshit that she's just like, well, actually, they all pooped on the floor yeah. in the past. It's like, hey, J.K., what are you doing right now? I just, I just completely forget she's the writer. I'm like, that's that's a nice headcanon. I'm you know. You do you. <laughs> yeah, so this isn't going to be based off of one of her her whack ideas. <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be something that the uh maybe it's like a this is like Sonic Mania where the where the fans were just like I'll do one that's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be trusted, so we're going to do our own. That's thing. Exactly. <laughs> so you're maybe maybe you're serious black and you're coming in and you're trying to you're trying to I don't know, get get Harry's attention. I think I'm like conflating to say arcs but books but it's it's fine i like the idea of since i don't want to stumble over harry potter lore because mm-hmm. I, I just don't um maybe it's okay i'll just i'll i'll launch into yelling right great you. cool cool it's leviosa <laughs> um maybe this could just be like you are a new student at this school 
and you are just like kind of like eventually you know you like try to fit in you get like sorted into a house like everybody else maybe each different house has their own like different like fashion stylings and things that they can like teach okay. you about like how to dress or like how to style certain things and iterating on that that makes me think of like harry potter mean girls yeah totally like, 100%. Yeah, so like fashion uh challenges by way of mean girls yeah and like <laughs> unfortunately everybody in the school is like legally mandated to wear pink on wednesdays holy shit for somebody that doesn't know anything about harry potter you nailed that i know so this, that's all i got so, so what is this what is this this is like my harry academia this is what this is uh this is okay. So you're in this new, this new, uh, this new school. And what are the four houses going to be? We have to have like four distinct fashion styles. And didn't Harry Potter take place in the early nineties? Oh right? my like, god, that would be amazing! Disney Channel, a million layers. Like, oh, that'd be amazing. I love two thousands fashion. We can we can put our headspace in there. We're, I'm thinking like you know Justin Timberlake with the full denim suit. This is going to be like if uh, Disney. XD or whatever had like a show to do or like a license to do uh, like a very very for preteens show yeah, about absolutely. Harry Potter. <laughs> this is this is the alternate timeline where Disney got the rights to Harry yes. Potter. And, exactly. And this is exactly. what they did with it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this game is going to make you you wish that that Universal Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers didn't get the rights and, and make the very, very bad uh, Beasts uh, movies. <laughs> um, so, OK, so the four houses, I'm thinking if we're thinking early 2000s, you got to have emo. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I was going to say like. I was going to say grunge if it was going to be early 90s, but if we're going into early 2000s, yeah, like, like emo is good. Like some house um, has to be just really into scene. Yeah, so maybe yes. it's like a grunge emo goth scene just all together. Good, <laughs> good. Grunge, grungel, grungel door. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on BuzzFeed for the 27 forgotten early 2000s fashion trends. Uh, oh, very, the, the OC. Um, oh, God. Cargo shorts. Um well, that's, Next. That, I just wear those now. <laughs> I was about to say, cargo shorts never went out. <laughs> yeah. Fancy camo. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's going to be very, very good. So I used to have cargo shorts that were camo. Excellent. <laughs> so I was, Excellent. I was, that's two of the trends right there. You were a fashion yeah. trendsetter. <laughs> it's just no see i was so ahead of my time that's that's why that's that's why no yeah. one got it <laughs> um we got some like flares we got like yeah. um very good uh, i feel like one house should be just denim yeah 100 percent. just all denim <laughs> denim house yep a denim claw we got denim yeah, claw <laughs> Grungel door. Man, we we need we need two others now. Were people like bedazzling things then? Was that past or before that? I don't know shit about fashion. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> whenever I think of like uh the 90s, everyone wore those big t-shirts with like Looney Tunes on them, but they were like yes. Oh, yes. Ooh. I That's I very good like, or like, you know, the ones of like SpongeBob with a yeah, gun or like, whatever. I feel like yes. that should that should be one like Early, early b-boy kind of fashion. <laughs> yeah, early, t early two thousand street yeah. fashion is a real good one too. Um, and then we need one, we need one more. Um, I mean, I feel like one of them, like one of the houses, should just straight up dress like two thousands pop stars, probably. <laughs> okay, 
Okay. With, like yeah. the little like beret to the side and like the skirt or jeans or something. I had one of those too. I'm... Yeah, those hats were something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody had one of those little weird berets. I I thought I was so cool. I had one of those. I thought I was. So it's cool. so <laughs> wild because you know we're gonna look, in like twenty years we're gonna look back at now and be like woo the same way we did back yeah. then. It's just gonna keep happening. But this game is going to be crystallized in amber and and it, the fashion yeah. will last It'll forever. Be so. Forever. <laughs> So, okay, so these four different houses, you got you got grunge, denim, um, like streetwear. We could probably just call it like Disney Channel. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so like very xenon girl of the whatever. Yeah. yeah, totally. yeah we can <laughs> totally. do that. Yeah. Okay. Hannah so, Montana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, in this game, you can get the best of both worlds because you have magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So mechanically. Yeah. What is it going to now that we've defined kind of the, the world and the lore of this game? <laughs> so mechanically, what are we going to do? So Cam? my mind immediately went to the movie Zoolander, where <laughs> they have no. the walk off where they just like try and one up each other with different poses and like trying to make their stuff more ridiculous, but like also pull it off and land it. Which is kind of the plot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, if I'm totally. gathering You're all totally of right. what I hear. Um, <laughs> anyway. But, like, the idea of, like, incorporating, like, something kind of like a walk-off, like, those are the wizarding duels at this school. And maybe, like, you, you have magic, so, like, the things you can do are, like, super outlandish. Like, maybe you have, like, maybe somebody from, like, the pop star house or whatever taught you this, like, magic spell or taught you this idea of, like, once you have those berets and you, like, turn it sideways, there's actually seeds on the top of it. And so you cast a spell to, like, make it rain on your head, and then this, like, extravagant plant grows on top of your head or something. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I am I am into this. Yeah, working the sort of, like, the different classes of, of the wizarding world. Like, totally. Yeah. Get some defense against the dark arts stuff with defense against the dark wash denim arts. <laughs> and I, I was thinking if they're having like a walk off, you know, like when they do their turn, they can make like birds fly or like sparks yes, fly. Yes, absolutely. Well, in that wasn't uh, that all girls school um, that was at. Uh, I don't know the, the the one yeah when they like they did their their curtsy or whatever a bunch of doves like flew out from yeah, behind them yeah. so that's <laughs> yeah that's what I was thinking of <laughs> that's very good um we could be oh my god like we've hit the point of the show where I really want to play this <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> fashion games you know get a bad rep but those old brats games were fashion games yeah cool. they were really Honestly. fun. <laughs> yeah I I played those games like with my with my little sister like back in the day and it's just like. It's very fun to just be like, well, no, I'm going to put together like the best outfit totally, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm going to slay the school. Yeah, this is the this is the second fashion game I think we've ever done on the show. And like, they're always fun because it's 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 something that is very um, pervasive. And for a lot of like a lot of a certain section of, of people that play games like that was their childhood. But other than cosmetic items in shooters and stuff right now, like fashion isn't really a mechanic in mm -hmm. in any kind of game. So I'd love to see like a fashion mechanic in a game that like has like wide acclaim and like it, it has like a wide reach like that. Totally. Um, so you're going to be doing mad. You're going to be learning magic. Maybe you have like different school uh, time where you learn different things. Like yeah. we're going to I'm going to ditch the like Azkaban thing. but. <laughs> It's like it's like you learn like you have a class on like color matching yes. and a, a class yeah. on yes. like what's in and what's out. Yeah, it's basically yeah. just Fire Emblem Three Houses at that point. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> Fire Emblem Four Walkways. 
Ooh, okay. <laughs> Harry Potter Four Walkways is very good. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one very random stipulation. Go for it. I think that this game should have to be in the graphical stylings of the Harry Potter video games, like the 2000s ones. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So like everyone has like a weird flat face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's still low quality yeah. scans of just like yeah. Hagrid's... <laughs> Every every night I close my eyes before I go to sleep and I see Hagrid's face and it just yeah. keeps me awake a little bit longer. I, I feel like it's not a Harry Potter game if it's like, you know, 4K amazing. You're completely right. It has to look like garbage, even if it is about looking good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So our first perfect game of the day is Harry Potter colon four walkways. <laughs> I love it. A wizarding fashion adventure. So that's our first 100% on Metacritic game for today. So we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new never before seen game. And we are back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new never before seen game. Cam, hit it. All right. I love this one. Uh, okay. This is a Sims game that is in the style of L.A. Noir, but it features celebrity motion capture. So, okay. Ooh, okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Ooh, oh, boy. <laughs> so if, if um, I'm, I'm sure most listeners know what The Sims is. L.A. Noir is a game where you basically play a detective, uh, and yeah, they were really kind of hyping up the face technology in it, where you basically interviewed somebody and you got this kind of like close up of their face and you had to determine whether or not you felt like they were lying, if they were like telling you the truth, like basically trying to uncover the story behind this case by like using that face tech and like interviewing people. And like, if you go back and, and look at the game, it's like, oh, that's pretty pr impressive for the time, but it's also like very cursed to look at. Yes. <laughs> I never played it, but I watched my sister play it and I was cracking up the whole time because it's, it's so expressive, <laughs> but at the same time, so stiff. <laughs> In The Sims, though, yes. they don't speak English. They speak yeah. Simlish. I, so, I, yeah, it's all just it's all just body <laughs> language. Like, there's no subtitles here. The subtitles are just <laughs> gibberish. Yeah, try solving a crime when like your plaintiff or whatever the hell is just like Pekorbeglashmanorf <laughs> or whatever the hell. How are you so good at Simlish? Because I can't talk in real life. <laughs> you have to, and you have to be like press X for for Glormish or whatever the hell. Like <laughs> I don't know. Is this is gonna this is gonna have like the energy of when you you pirate or import like a Pokemon game that's not out in the states yet, and you have to yeah. play it in Japanese and just try to figure <laughs> out. Like, how, <laughs> you have to figure out the. But of course, I I love the idea of every single person that you're interviewing is an actual celebrity that was brought into the studio and had to recite these lines in Simlish. Yes. Uh, so you just have like, I don't know, fucking Elijah Wood just fucking spitting garbage. I would want Michael Sarah. Ooh, yeah, good. Very good. So it's in the style of L.A. Noir. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be solving crimes and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I, I haven't thought about like, how to get there but i love right. the idea of you investigating like maybe there's been like some people disappearing and you don't know what happened to them and it's all like, of as the kardashians have disappeared <laughs> every single one as you go on you learn like oh this person died because this pool didn't have a ladder in it <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah the kill the killer is like the, the player. player yes oh that's amazing this is giving me big reboot vibes yes. like <laughs> how did she die in a room with no doors but a microwave yeah. caught on fire <laughs> yeah talk about a locked room puzzle like oh my god your problem here was there were seven fireplaces and 18 plants <laughs> She died from starvation because she had something in front of her refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, they were woohooed to death. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea, though, of like, you know, we can ditch the like everything is in Simlish and and you can't understand jack shit. Um, But (laughs) the idea of Michael, Michael Sima, um, (laughs) like figuring out that they're in a video game and that the the user is killing off different Sims. And it's 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 sort of like. This is so stupid to say. It reminds me of Death Note with L and, and Light. Just being like, I'm going after this guy that can kill people by writing in a notebook, but somehow I'm going to use the law and win. Mm-hmm. And they do. <laughs> You're going to be taking down the player of The Sims. Not you, actually, but yeah. like, you know, we'll create like a, a character. Big Lego movie vibes here. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Man, that's kind of cool. So, Elise, what do you, what what do you think is going to be like the 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 impetus of this? Like, how are how is how is Michael Sima going to discover? Like, I, I love the idea of Michael Sarah as like a hard boiled cop. <laughs> I, I was just thinking he he honestly has the emotional range of the guy from L.A. Noire. So. You're right. You're totally right. <laughs> we can just port over the kind of mechanics of L.A. Noir and the sort of world of The Sims, but like, what, what kind of twists and turns are, can we expect to see? I'm here? trying to think of like what would be the inciting event, and I'm I'm thinking of like a bunch of celebrities die, but it's like very specific ones. Like you can tell whoever killed them all had a grudge or something. Like they don't like the Kardashians, or they don't like uh, anyone from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> there's there's some weird thread that only michael Sarah figures out yeah because one of the things of the sims is a lot of people like a lot of people will make their friends or whatever but a lot of times folks make like celebrities Mm -hmm. or like oh i'm gonna make the cast of riverdale and the sims and and kill all of them or whatever (laughs) so someone made all the characters from tiger king and all of them died Yes. And this time it wasn't Carol Baskin or whatever happened in that show. It's going to be the player. I do enjoy the idea that he that Michael Sima shows up to a a crime scene uh, where maybe maybe as he shows up, the the Grim Reaper is just leaving. Yeah. And uh, I like the idea that him and the Grim Reaper are like buddies from way back. Yeah, it's like well in L.A. Noir there was like the the coroner, which is like your like kind of your buddy in, uh-huh. in, in that, so it, yeah, it makes sense. Where he's like, hey, what's going on? Just you know, same shit, different day, dude. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, man, I get it. Uh, but he shows up to uh, at least you said the cast of like Scott Pilgrim, and he's just like, wait mm-hmm. a minute, this guy is me. <laughs> this is <laughs> oh, that would be great. Yeah, it's like wait a minute. That's how he. That's how he like breaks out of his reality, and like maybe the the like the player is just stringing them along and 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 since they're basically the god of this world like maybe like michael sarah goes to the station and like everybody from the station except for them is dead like there's nobody there there's nobody there except for them big um stranger than fiction vibes here too as well like (laughs) Like, he like finds a place where he can finally like go and communicate to the player but the player doesn't want that and then the player used the infinite money cheat and just built a bunch of walls around it (laughs) and his dying word is rosebud If he realizes he's in a game, what if he does like everything he can to crash the game? Ooh. Yeah. In order to talk to the player. Yeah, like Agent Smith style, like I'm going to I'm going to get out. I'm going to like move myself to a different mm-hmm. file in the computer. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Just gets like a group of like 400 people and it's like, "Okay, we're all going to do different things at the same time and just yes. overload the system." Yeah. I love this. That's like we're getting into like a weird a weird brand of like cosmic horror. Yeah, I was just thinking I would love if like Michael Sarah found dead Michael Sarah, but no one else acted like that. They were like, no, yeah, this yeah. is not you. What are you talking about? It's like, yeah. yes, it is. It looks just like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. This 
like, no, it's not. You have a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) He's investigating all these crimes because he just like snapped one day and just realized something was going on. But everybody's just like, yeah, business as usual. No, what are you talking about? (laughs) What if he stops speaking Simlish? Like what if like him waking up is like he he starts to speak English and everyone around him is still speaking Simlish. And like to to them, it's gibberish what he's saying. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've had nightmares like this, you guys. I would honestly watch a movie that was like Stranger Than Fiction, but a Sim discovering they're a Sim. Like, that would be great. What Michael Sima is going to be doing in in this game is trying to organize ways to either break out of The Sims or crash The Sims or, or, or maybe try to go over to another EA game within Origin or whatever. That's very good. Most noir like fiction it's it starts out as like a simple case and then yeah. it, you know it goes all it goes all the way to the top like in LA Noir <laughs> it started off you're like a traffic cop or whatever and then it goes all the way to like a like a real estate fraud with heroin and and like veterans of the wor- of World War II and stuff like that it's wild mm-hmm. so in this it's going to go it's going to go way off the rails and you're going to it's going to start off as just like another root, another routine moita case for for Michael Zimmer <laughs> then eventually you 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 break out of your own reality and you find out there's like this malevolent entity um behind a screen that's just toying with you fucking so like usually on our show we usually get like one game where i'm just like i would desperately play that but i would play both of these so fucking fast oh my (laughs) god yeah that's kind of what i thought control was gonna be was like you like realize you're in a game and it was still really fun but i was a little sad that at the end of it it's like nah everything you thought was happening is just happening (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that rules I, i i like the idea of at the end you're you're kind of like going through different ea games like you're in like jedi fallen order like for a second and like you're, you're just hopping in between it, it's the ea uh cinematic universe yeah you're you're solving the crimes of uh faith knocking a guard off of a fucking building or something mm-hmm. yep yep like pele is there um, <laughs> just pele and at the end what are, what are how are you going to beat the the, the player or mm. is there like no like this is like a free will versus determinism so, thing and there's just no way so i like so i've thought of like multiple different ways this could play out so maybe sure. this could have like a branching path thing maybe your goal is to like break the sims as a whole maybe there is some sort of mystical way for you to like leave the sims and get out of it uh maybe there is a way that you just try and bore the player to where they just don't want to play the sims anymore right maybe you like get this like grassroots movement started up like i think like a big thing right now is the hundred baby challenge in the sims community where you try to like have a sim have a hundred babies from different people oh my god <laughs> I just this is the first time i've heard of that maybe you like come up with a different like challenge and all of that gets super popular and then the person playing is just like i don't fucking want to do this and then they just quit playing <laughs> I, w- I was also thinking what if they went like the undertale route where it's like they kind of guilt trip you into not you know it's like do yeah. you really want to keep playing you know the hurt that you're gonna you know you're gonna hurt everyone yes. in this game do you really want to <laughs> yeah like oh, maybe man. maybe it comes into the question of like you doing this is just taking away the fun of somebody who maybe is just like trying to blow off some steam like harmlessly you know right mm-hmm. you as you as the sim is yeah are you're doing a bad thing by impeding the enjoyment of a real person yes but also they're killing people in your world exactly so are you as a as a as a demonstrably fake person are you more important than the fuck. person who is real uh, oh this is holy this is fuck. extremely my shit oh my god <laughs> 
Well, is, isn't isn't this the whole question behind AI? Like that, that's literally just the the whole discussion behind AI. Like what's real and what's not. Fucking the end of this game's gonna roll, and it's just produced by Yoko Taro. I was just gonna say it's a near. <laughs> this is the near automata sequel that everybody's been wanting. You can program in in The Sims. Like you can your job can be programmer. So maybe like. Michael Sarah on a day where the 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 person accidentally leaves their computer open like Michael Sarah like maxes out the programming job thing and and finds out how to program a way out mm -hmm. um of the game um and like maybe he downloads himself into a drone and flies away and that's the end of it i don't know <laughs> so i i played an indie game once where the way it's like uh the game itself was this little like pastoral farm and then to play it you would actually go into the assets of the game and delete things and then it would delete yeah. in the game. And huh. so I, I can see something like that. Like he finds a way to like manipulate the game via the actual like file on whoever the the malevolent player is yeah. on their computer. You like find a way to get into their e their origin account. <laughs> like <laughs> do like a bunch of fraudulent transactions to where they can't fire up the Sims anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, get them banned from origin yeah. is a oh good God. is a good strategy. I love this. Yeah, a no. This is, so, final thing we need to do is come up with a name for this and then we've made our 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 second very 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 good game. We joke <laughs> that every one of them is perfect, but this is some spicy meatball right here. Uh, the name that popped into my head is just like keep it very simple, like keep the expectations low so they're blown away by the end. So maybe it's just Michael Sarah in Sims colon Investigations. Sims Investigations is pretty good. Michael Sarah in yeah. <laughs> the SEO for this episode is going to be wild. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to think of like a variation of L.A. Noir. So like Michael Sarah, Pertic Pertac or some Simlish. <laughs> <laughs> the title is just in it's Simlish. Just in Simlish. <laughs> I would love to get like a simple name together of. All right. So Michael Sarah in Sims Investigations is probably the good thing to do because okay. this is, then it's going to end up being like, uh, what was that one? Spec Ops the line. Yeah, this is going to be <laughs> Sim Ops the line. The spec ops of sim games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to go to some kind of place. This is going to be the, the magnum opus for EA that they've been that they've been wanting so, so much. They've been needing for yes. a while. Excellent. And that brings us to the end of our program for today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words by tweeting us at at the NES pod or posting in our discord, the link for which is in the description. Cam, what have we got this week? Uh, this week, we have installed the following into the machine. Uh, the twist that you play by tapping on a box... Uh, was submitted by at Compenderizer. Uh, that was a kind of reference to, I think it was like Wii Tap or something. That's what it's called, where you literally just set like your fucking Wii remote on a box and tap on the box and it made things happen. We've installed the twist uh, that the game takes place in Canada from a Canadian friend of the show at Jacob McCourt. Yes. Uh, and uh, the twist that there's an obscene amount of DLC was submitted by at Infinite underscore Rewind. Uh, this brings our potential game total to 42,106,976 games. Amazing. And I mean, speaking of games with, you know, an obscene amount of DLC, The Sims. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> perfect. So, Elise, thank you so much for guesting. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at PithyElise and then every weekend at Gizmodo. <laughs> Excellent. And then you're on um, Unwinnable as well, yes? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I handle their, uh, they have a monthly magazine um, and then I handle putting that online. <laughs> gotcha. 
All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. And remember, uh, if you'd be so inclined, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please do consider leaving a five-star review because it really does actually help us out. I can be found at at Two Headed Giant on Twitter. And I can be found at at The Candy Man. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, have you ever had a dream that you um you had, you or you, you could, you'll do, you, you wince, you want, you could do, you, you'll do, you could, you, you want, you want them to do you so much you could do anything? 